Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. What's good, my friends? This is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel. And we are the fan upstate. Oh, the camera's off. I'm pointing to the camera. It's off uh, right here on uh, 97.7 FM in Greenville, 97.1 FM in Spartanburg, 13.30 AM in Anderson and Clemson. And wherever you are on the Odyssey app, here's how you can be a part of the show. 844-326-3663. That's 844-F-A-N-F-O-N-E. And on the madworldattractions.com text line at 71307 to start your text with the word fan. And away you go on the show. Roll it on until 7 p.m. Can I get an amen? Fantastic to have you guys with us here on the show. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Texter makes an interesting point, and I'm glad that he did because it's one that I want to address. Texter says, Mark, Clemson and Carolina both suck this year. Time to start promoting the Hornets. Impressive win to start the season last night against the Hawks. Um and I'm so glad you texted this, Texter, because this is exactly what I wanted to talk about. Honestly, like I, I wanted to make this point the last couple of days. He said they don't the, 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 the Hornets don't need Wemby to draw in upstate viewers. They have Lamelo, number two pick Brandon Miller, and Greenville native Bryce McGowans. I genuinely think they're going to surprise a lot of people this season. Uh, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. He said if local stations talked more about the Hornets, I think more people here would watch them. I became a Hornets fan when they played a preseason game at the Bilo Center in 2024. Exposure equals interest equals fandom. Bilo Center, is that Bon Secor? Yeah, it was, it was Bon Secor okay. before it was Bon Secor. So the last part of this is he goes, exposure equals interest equals fandom. So, Texter, what I would say to you is that is a very chicken and egg question that I frankly do not feel responsible for. And here's what I mean by that. Um, we talk about everything on this show in proportion to what people already care about. Okay, so what do I mean by that? If the folks in the upstate truly care, we spend time on it. Okay, we spend significant time on it. For those topics that uh, we know that the upstate cares less about, you know, in other words, the topics that are going to reach fewer people, than the mass population, we spend less time on that. I have never felt like it's our responsibility to drum up interest 
for any team, okay? It's up for the team itself. It's up to the team itself to command a large enough audience to be worthy of leading the show, okay? That's always been my belief. That's not to say we don't love the local teams. We do. That's not to say we don't love the teams in the area that we cover. We do, okay? But you said exposure equals interest equals fandom. So you're saying if we talk about them, there will be more interest and there will be more fans. And I'm telling you that the fan interest has to be there before we spend significant time about them on the show. Not every show feels that way. Not every show has that policy. Um, ESPN airs WNBA games all year long, not because they have a large audience, but because they believe it's their responsibility to give the WNBA a platform. I get that. I appreciate that. People aren't watching it, so that's why I don't talk about it here. Or it's also why you don't hear the WNBA talked about on on other shows, okay? But, um, you know, like, we're always happy to give love to cool things happening happening in our area. And if the Charlotte Hornets start out 10-0, and 0, I promise you the Charlotte Hornets will be discussed on this show. Or if the Hornets are in the NBA Finals, they'll, they'll be a prime topic on this show. But it's up to them. Do you agree with that policy, generally speaking, Diesel, or not? Like, is it is it up to us to give area teams exposure to generate interest for them? Or is it up to them to be a headline-worthy topic that we then discuss? I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, what do we talk about here? We talk about storylines. We talk about what makes the players and the teams and the things off the court interesting. I mean, we we rarely talk play-by-play on this show, on this station. Uh, It's funny. That's that's one thing that I always loved Dan Lebetard for saying. He said, I'm really not that into the play-by-play. I'm into the sociology of sport. What do, what do we spend the entire first hour on? We talk, we, it was a sociology. It was, sure. Is Shane Beamer capable of doing this? What What's going through his mind if he did this? That That's what was entertaining and compelling. And the Charlotte Hornets haven't, in the last two years or so, given us a whole lot that was entertaining and compelling to talk about. And on top of that, every time they're brought up, you guys tell us flat out. Nobody cares. We don't care about the Charlotte Hornets here. And so, you know, Texter, if if only one or two or three of you who text in over the course of the season say this is an interesting topic, this is what I want to, I want to hear you guys talk about, then it proves to us that the majority of our audience doesn't find it to be a very interesting topic. And so we don't typically spend a lot of time on that. That's right. That's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. All right. All right, my friends. Um, We have, uh, you know, it's interesting uh, on the uh, on the show today. Uh, And that's that's honestly how I feel about that scenario. Okay, I feel that, um, look, Furman, for example, is doing something very, very special this year. So we're talking about it. Right. We're talking about it. And um, they are garnering that interest, right? But it's up to the teams to generate that interest in the community. And then we talk about it. It's not up to us to generate interest for the teams. And that is always that is always how I've looked at uh, how I've looked at this job. We want to be supportive. 
We want them to know that uh, we, we like them and we want them to do well. Um, and, uh, and we appreciate that very, very much. Appreciate that very, very much. All right, right now. Uh, okay, so uh, anyway, 844-FAN-PHONE. That's 844-326-3663 uh, is the number to get to us on the show. UNC Chris wants to know if 2004 was the correct answer. It is. T-, T Experience says Tyler from downtown. Let's go. All right. Just Jess also taking Mississippi State plus six and a half points against Auburn and joining us right now on the show. None other than the coach of the top five, top three ranked Furman Paladins. It's Coach Clay Hendricks, and he joins us on the line today. Coach, we appreciate the time. Thank you so much. How are you today, sir? I'm well. I'm well. Just uh, just got off the practice field, and in our world, it's always nice to get to Thursday. You know, we had a good week of prep and uh, excited to get a chance to play at home. Homecoming. Well, I'll tell you what, in my world, it's always good to get to Thursday. I think in a lot of people's worlds, it's always good to get to Thursday. You know, in some countries, you're on the we- you're on you're at the weekend after Thursday. I think once we get with the program a little bit more as a country, we might we might be look deciding that's pretty well as well. So, uh, so coach, you guys did an unbelievable job a week ago. You go on the road, top ten opponent. I'm not sure this is a game that Furman would have won in in previous seasons. I'm really not. This was a Western Carolina team that averaged 60 points a game over its previous three games and produced just 17 against you. So, what was the defensive mastermind playbook that you guys ran? How did you do what you do? Well, you know, I don't. I, again, I, I always say this. I think each game's kind of it's it's in its in itself. People try sometimes to compare scores, and you know, they score these points against these teams. Well, we aren't those teams, you know. And I thought we could match up. Well, I knew they would be a challenge, you know, because they certainly have weapons. They can hurt you in a lot of different ways. And you know, our philosophy is probably not much different than some other people. Just trying to. They've been really good at running the football and. You know, we always try to take the run away and try to make teams one-dimensional. And, and you know, I think they were averaging 220, 25 yards a game. I think we held them to 84 yards rushing, uh, which gave us a chance to get after the quarterback a little bit. And uh, I think we sacked him as many times Saturday as he'd been sacked all year. You know, so, you know, credit Dwayne Vaughn, our defense coordinator and defensive staff, really good plan. Uh, but our kids just, you know, we eliminated explosive plays, which they had had against everybody. Uh, I think we had they had one run of 11 yards and and maybe three kind of explosive passes. But, uh, you know, if, if I'd have known we'd have done that, I felt pretty good about it going in. Coach, I heard it in your voice as we brought you on. There's a there's an extra little pep in your step. You know, I hear a little giddiness in your voice. Uh, we've talked many times about how how to manage you know, in, enjoying the moment, but also staying focused with your players. How do you do that with your coaching staff? You know, it's not very hard here. I mean, I've been really blessed to have a great group of guys to work with every day. I enjoy coming to work. Uh, they're really good at what they do. Uh, our kids really respond to them. They coach them hard, yet the kids know they care about them. And, um, you know, that really hadn't, hadn't been a problem. You know, I think we've got a We've got our own little recipe for success here, and we try to stay consistent. Uh, I think our players have been really consistent. And, you know, Monday is Monday and Tuesday is Tuesday, and 
you know, throughout the week, our, our preparation. You know, even tomorrow we'll come here. Tomorrow's a light day, but we'll we'll try to be, you know, really good at what we do tomorrow. It gives us the best chance to go play. But I, I think probably just consistency, you know, and, and, and you know, for me, I need to be that way too, you know. So I, I think they know what to expect from me, and, and I certainly know what to expect, and I certainly don't try to micromanage them. They're really good at what they do, and, you know, it's like having good players. Let them, let them play you know, and, and try to provide a little leadership and guidance, but at the same time, let them go do what they do well. Coach Clay Hendricks joining us on the show. Coach, do you stop at all during the course of the season to smell the roses? Are you aware that you are the architect right now, of one of the best seasons in Furman football history? Well, I, I know we have a chance to have a really good team. We, we've had a good year. I thought we had a, a really, really good football team a year ago. But I, I think at the end of the day, you know, from a program standpoint, we're trying to trying to be the best team in the country. That, that's one of our goals. And maybe some people don't think that's attainable at certain places. And there are certain places, you know, we certainly have our challenges here. But I think, uh, you know, wanting to get our program back to the point where we felt like we could be a top 10 program every year. And then, and then, you know, you know, having those years where you feel like you truly got a chance to run at a, make a run at a conference championship and a national championship. And, you know, we're right in the middle of it. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I like to think, you know, in, in our world, there's a lot of people I think that call themselves grinders. I don't think we're grinders. I think we, we try to really be really efficient in how we work. Uh, I think it's important for our guys, our staff, to have you know lives and have time with their family, and so we try to try to balance all that, yet still give ourselves the best chance to go you know play. And uh, you know, again, we're in a good spot, uh, but uh, you know, certainly Saturday's be a huge game for us, and and you know what we're trying to get accomplished. Coach, we've had a lot of fun over the last two or three days talking about this Michigan sign-stealing scandal. We've heard some heard from coaches all over college football. Deion Sanders saying things like, well, you, I can send you my entire playbook, but you still have to line up and stop it. You know, What's your thoughts on, on the sign-stealing, and, and would it affect your team as much as, uh, as, much as uh, uh, making it really, really difficult in your game plan if the other team knew what you were going to do, is it planning or is it execution? Well, it's a little bit of both, you know, and I've read a little bit about it. Um, you know, I think where the difference comes, you know, I think people have been stealing signs for forever. Uh, but the key is how, how are you going about it? I mean, I don't know if anything that's in place when you're standing across from a team during a game and you got guys trying to figure out maybe what they're doing, personnel groupings, those type things. But when, you know, when, when people are going and scout, I mean, there's certain things, you know, you can't do, you know, you can't go to, uh, I can't go to another team's practices or games outside of the game that we play. Um, I mean, that's pretty, I think that's pretty black and white. I'm, I'm kind of black and white kind of guy, you know, and to me, if it's great and you can't do it, um, and I, you know, if, if they, if, if that's what was going on, I absolutely think that's totally, totally wrong. If it's, you know, people share information and different stuff, but uh, you know, I think it's like anything else. Sometimes it's maybe how you acquire it. Uh, you know, and I don't know. It sounds like there were some things uh, going on that clearly are against some written rules. Uh, you know, so it, it'll be interesting to see. I don't know. I, I can't say I have a ton of faith in, in. Uh, I don't know the higher ups. Yeah, 
truly holding the 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 blue bloods of our sport accountable uh, you know for various reasons it, what is it the old Jerry Tarkanian comment that he heard one time that the NCAA was so mad at Kentucky that they put Cleveland State on probation <laughs> you know and and so I don't know I think I, I think that you know it you know people break rules if they did then they ought to be held accountable and and that's kind of how I see it but I, again I, I I've been I've been busy enough with our own team to read up a whole lot about that Coach Clay Hendricks of the Furman Paladins joining us here on Offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel, we are the Fan Upstate. Coach, your team has unbelievably not, to my eyes, suffered a letdown game all season, which is incredible when you've had the success that you've had. Every single week we have college football experts come on and say, I think Louisville is primed to be upset this week by Pitt, and then they are and that Notre Dame is primed to be upset by Louisville, and then they are because letdown weeks are somewhat predictable. As a coach, how do you ward that off? What do you do specifically, Coach? If, if maybe you pick up, there isn't the most intense vibe at practice because you guys haven't, haven't had that letdown game all season. Well, I don't think we've had that letdown game. I thought, you know, the last time we were here three weeks ago, we certainly didn't play our best. But, you know, when I go back and watch it, I didn't think it was lack of effort. Maybe focus wasn't quite. You know, and sometimes you need some of those games as kind of reminders. You know, I heard I heard an announcer the other day talking about maybe this same kind of thing you're talking about. And, you know, he made a comment, used a baseball analogy about that, you know, that, that good pitcher doesn't always have his fastball, you know, every night or every week. And that, I think there's probably a little bit of truth in that statement. You know, can you be your very, very best all the time? I don't know. But I think it goes back, can you be great at fundamentals? Um, and, again, I think it goes back to consistency, just trying to prepare the same way every week. Uh, you know, the, the schemes change. You know, we've seen a couple of different looks the last few weeks. And, you know, and I think our players are going to respond how our coaches respond. I think as long as our coaches are – or, or setting the setting the standard for everybody else. Our, our kids are pretty bright. And they they kind of follow that, and they I think they understand. You know, I think they've got a good vision of things we're trying to get accomplished and what it's going to take to get there. And um, you know, if I knew the total secret to that, we'd we'd try to sell it and make a little money because I know that's something everybody deals with, uh, and and it certainly helps us having a mature football team. Coach, when you look back at the last four athletic seasons in the two major sports there at Furman. Everything is is turning up gold for the purple and white. 2021-22 Furman basketball was rolling and should have made the NCAA tournament. Last year, Furman football made a deep playoff run. This year, Furman basketball makes the NCAA tournament and beats Virginia. Now you're undefeated, ranked number three. How have you seen the momentum grow on campus as one team's success feeds into the other? Well, I think, you know, observing and, you know, I certainly have a lot of respect for Bob and the job he's done. I think Bob and I have similar visions about who can be successful at Furman, meaning, you know, who you're recruiting. I think that's kind of where it starts, getting kids that fit your program, that are bought in and, you know, that truly come here, value the education, they want to stick around. Um, certainly he has a, a great system, you know, uh, that you can, that you can see. And, and, and I you know, again, I think what we've both done is we've retained kids. You know, I think it's had a lot of success to do that. You can imagine if, you know, Jalen Slosser or Mike Bothell weren't around last year, you know, and, and most places those guys have left, you know, and, 
and we certainly have a ton of kids that could have left and have stuck around. So again, I think it's you know it's that that culture word gets used a lot, but I think kids truly enjoy being a part of what we're doing here. Um, I think they know they're at a place where people truly care about them. They're at a place where they truly understand when I graduate and I have a Furman degree what it can do for me. Because you know football and basketball is only going to carry me so far, and I can have a great experience doing that and go play for championships, but you know, truly set myself up for the next phase of life. And, you know, I think the, I think from that standpoint, we're probably center, similar in how we've tried to, you know, proceed. And certainly we're at a great university and a great city, and I'm just kind of excited to continue to watch it build. His name is Coach Clay Hendricks, and he leads the number three-ranked Furman Paladins. They've got East Tennessee State coming up. And, Coach, we are so proud of you. We are eagerly watching and enjoying this run this season. And in a year when, let's be honest, um, it's not like any of the local teams have made the locals happy. The Atlanta Braves, the Carolina Panthers, the Clemson Tigers, and the South Carolina Gamecocks. I get the sense that a lot of eyeballs are turning to you. And you are delivering week in and week out. Good luck the rest of the way, Coach, and we look forward to catching up with you next week. Hey, thank you. We'll take all the luck we can get. But it's always great being with you, and we'll look forward to seeing you next week. Yes, sir. Coach Clay Hendricks of the third-ranked Furman Paladins. How do you like them apples? Up next, can the Carolina Panthers actually get off the schneid this week? They're off a bye. We'll see. We'll talk to Panthers culture about that and what would be the best trade for the Panthers to make right after this here on Offsides. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Mark, I don't go to Taco Bell because I don't think the food is particularly good. Not hating on anybody who does go, but this might change your mind. A, a former employee of a Taco Bell, and this person is only a former employee because of what you're about to hear, snapped a photo of one of the most disgusting things happening inside of a Taco Bell's kitchen that I could think of. I was just really shocked to look back and see someone cutting hair in a kitchen I've never I've never experienced anything like that I also feel like I did the right thing so if this is what it takes to do the right thing then so be it I'll find another job an employee was giving another employee a haircut in the kitchen during a food serving shift diesel that's actually not as bad as I thought it was going to be I I was a busboy at a popular American restaurant chain and all I can tell you is if you knew what happened back there you wouldn't eat. Yeah, I'm sure. You wouldn't eat. Like, and it's that way at so many different restaurants. What's the worst thing you've ever seen or found in your food? I, I had a date with a girl one year that bit into a roach at a salad. Bit into a roach, not Papa Roach, an American roach. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Diesel, see you Monday right here on Offsides. We are the Fan Up State. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.